in Seattle. Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to RodandGunsitDown.com. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 620 now of the Ron and Don Show, and we are live in the Les Schwab studio. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we are live in Bothell on a house we've been working on for months. We are very excited about this listing, and we're going to tell you about a little bit of the backstory and why this house may be something that you or a friend or somebody you love and care about may want to check out. Also, let's talk about this. A lot of my friends that are parents, they track their kids, and they say that I should track my kids too. Recent article, though, in a study just came out and said no. Well-meaning parents out there are tracking their children, and you should stop. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. I love BuzzFeed. They always throw up a topic, and then people get to respond. Sometimes it's, hey, get off my lawn. But sometimes people want you to get off their lawn for a very good reason. And uh, the topic that I read on BuzzFeed over the weekend, and Ron, for those people that don't know what BuzzFeed is, what, what is it? It's just a, a, like a, a news kind of quasi news site they, they try to mix in a lot of fun stuff if you ever taken one of those quiz it's like what kind of sandwich am i uh, most likely it was on buzzfeed yeah so anyway uh they asked people hey what were some of the things that you used to do back in the day that had a lot of meaning and now well not so much anymore and it's something that you think we are missing uh in our culture So someone wrote, and I can remember this to you guys. What about this? It said, when I was a kid, Tom writes, my family, in fact, six of us, would go on road trips every summer, go to the Badlands, Yellowstone, uh, Teton National Park, go to all of them, and you'd drive there. He said, I recently looked into doing this with my family of three, and nope, it is so expensive. And you have to plan everything at least six months to a year out, or you won't have access He said, I remember sometimes just driving, finding a hotel when it got late, no previous reservations, anything like that. Even for lodgers now, it seems like everything is booked and you can't get into these national parks. Ron, what say you? That definitely is is come and gone. Like I do remember that where we would, as a family, just get in the car and go. Um, You were telling me like that you can't, just I could not go out and just hike the enchantments. Like I have to get a permit and it's sold out for like a year or two in advance. And there's so many people that apply to do this hike uh, that there's a lottery system that uh, maybe it's always been that way. But back in the day, you would have never even thought of that. It feels like you wanted to go hike the enchantments. You would go hike the enchantments. You would get in your car with your family or your friend and you would just go do it. Now uh, you have to have a reservation. You got to have your sticker. You have to have paid a license fee. And so that, that's definitely changed. We would get in the car and just drive wherever. Uh, definitely the family trip was a more spontaneous deal. You pick a, a motel when you were tired. Having said that, those motels always sucked. It's better now <laughs> to have a reservation at a place that you're going to like. Yeah. 
No, I have to say, and a lot of that's because of, of influencers and people, and we're all influencers. I, I crack up when people blame stuff on the media. What is the media anymore? Because everything is broke on social media. So if you're mad at the media and the mainstream media, the mainstream media, you guys, really is social media. Uh, the mainstream media typically is out looking for two, three sources to cover a story. And by the time they cover two or three sources, in, in fact, I used to give stories to people at Cairo and I used to give them to our news director and they're like, well, we need two or three stories, uh, sources. I said, by the time you find these sources out, this story about the mayor or this story about the police chief or whatever it is. Uh, in fact, there's one going on with the Seattle police chief now that I've known for six months. I gave it to some of my friends that are in radio and they're like, well, we need more sources. And then the story just broke online the other day with NPR. They broke the story and I guess they found the sources. Uh, But a lot of times NPR doesn't even get to source it because it's just people that are involved with the story. They get online and they share their story, right? And they, they're not trying to source it. They're just telling, they're just telling the story. So I, I, I think, I think, for a lot of us, when we're out taking pictures and we're sharing these pictures with family, friends, and putting these things out online, the Grand Tetons are really grand, and they look great on your phone, but they're much more amazing when you stand in front of them. You know they the thing that, that so. I thought of with this, and I don't know if my brain would allow me to go back to it, but do you remember, um, and it's something that I, I fondly think of now, when you would go somewhere... You were just, no one could contact you for an amount of time, right? So if you're like, hey, um, I am going to be in school or I'm going to be doing, I'm going to a movie, I'm going on, uh, I'm getting in the car and I'm going somewhere, I'll get back to you at 5 p.m., or 6 p.m. You were you were just out of pocket. Yeah. And so and it wasn't a big deal. Pager, so, pagers, pagers, pagers pre, wrecked it. Pagers wrecked it. Pre-pagers, yeah. But, so it'd but, be like, but, but at least with a pager, people would when they paged you, it'd still give you it'd buy you two or three hours. Hey, I paged you. But with the phone call and the text message, I I've been in We were so much more like my dad was a traveling salesman, so we'd yeah. be like, We'll talk to your dad in three days. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I wasn't, there was no stress about it. Yeah. There was no thing. Or if it's like, I'll talk to my mom when I'm done with school, which is in six hours. Yeah. Like there was no immediacy. And sometimes I feel a slave to that immediacy and it, um, I don't like it. It's crazy. It's crazy if you're going out with someone and then they either ghost you or they send you a text message and they don't pick up the phone and talk to you about why things aren't working for them or why they would like uh, whatever whatever it is. It's just people people break up and get together on a on a on a text message or you find out you're going through a divorce because someone broke that on social media. It's very very different. So a couple. Of, let me give you two more. Uh, here's one. Back when Sundays were actually observed, I remember as a child that stores were closed. Commerce didn't happen. For many of us, it was still remains a day that reminds us of our faith. For others, it's a day to commune with family over a meal, pasta, meatballs, uh, gravy, depending on your version of what you thought was a great family meal. It was lovely. I wish we still honored that time honor tradition today. Uh, I don't totally agree with that. Like, we do that at my house. Like, we, we, we have very specific specific things and traditions and all that that we do on Sunday that involve fun and family and eating and friends and all that. I think, I think that's something though 
that if you want that, you, you you have to create that and then just invite people to come and be a part of it. I like commerce being open on Sunday. <laughs> I don't like everything being shut down. Yeah, and then finally, what about watching television commercials for maybe, or watching television for an hour and not seeing 24 minutes worth of medicine commercials? I do have to say, when you turn on TV, and especially if you watch CNN, MSNBC, or Fox, if you check out any of those programs, uh, it's all medicine commercials. And at first, you feel really good about the medicine, but then they're like, hey, but we just got to let you know, you're probably going to crap your pants, and uh, you shouldn't drive a car. And you might and, die. Yeah, and you, and, and you might die within the first seven minutes of, of taking this medicine. Uh, so I do have to say, it is alarming sometimes when you watch television, because the average age of the consumers for those channels is 71 years old. Uh, and for some of them, like Fox, it's almost 79 years old. So they're definitely uh, they're definitely selling a lot of Viagra and some I, other things. I as well. watch almost zero commercials now. Yeah. I, I watch um, either it's recorded. The only thing I watch that's live is professional sports. Everything else, even the news channels, I, I'm on YouTube Premium where I, I pay a monthly fee to not see ads, and so I'll get my MSNBC or CNN or Fox News or whatever those clips. It's all commercial free. I don't watch any commercials if I can help it. Yeah. Zero. Hey, are you tracking your kids? Let's talk about it in about a minute. Hey, one of the things Ron and I really like about Les Schwab is they are always doing the right thing. You've heard us say before, hey, they've been doing the right thing since 1952. It's true. And the thing I love is they really get involved in the micro communities around here. Cause you know, Seattle, Tacoma, Five Fremont, what are we? We're just, it's a really cool area where you th- find 300 cities and towns that are just kind of connected with bridges, water, and mountains. But let's not forget what's happening in Maple Valley for kids. This is pretty cool, Ron. Yeah, on July 22nd, the Valley girls and guys at Les Schwab will be having their fifth annual Be the Hope Walk at Summit Park in Maple Valley. It benefits the Valley Girls and Guys Foundation and is uh, dedicated to providing assistance to local families who are impacted by any type of cancer diagnosis. How cool is that? So you can participate and register. It's a 1.8 mile walk. It's 35 bucks. You can go to valleygirlsandguys.org. That's valleygirlsandguys.org. All right. Les Schwab, they've been doing the right thing since 1952. All right. Listen up, Everett in Whidbey Island and our friends over on Bainbridge and of course down in the South Sound and over to Wenatchee. What's up University Place? Yeah and right on the east side and of course all our freaky friends in Fremont. You know why I name all these places? Because Ron and Don have the biggest social media following and the biggest podcast of any realtor in the state of Washington and probably in the Pacific Northwest and probably in the country. As a result of that Everybody in the Ron and Don Nation, well, they're choosing Ron and Don to sell, buy, and invest in real estate. And why do you do that? It's because you trust us with a capital T, and we have a connection from all our years of doing Trustor Radio. But Ron, at the end of the day, we still have to step in, do a great job, be phenomenal, and win the deal, right? Yeah, it all starts with the Ron and Don sit-down. It's a 30 to 45-minute Zoom call, free of charge, no obligation. We'll meet you, see if we make a good team. Email me directly, ron at ronanddon.com, or you can set it up on the website, ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. I remember having this conversation. In fact, I've had on this podcast about my son getting a phone 
And I asked a lot of you, what are your opinions if your if your child had a phone? And and what I learned is, and no one told me to do this, but through the process, I thought what I would do is take some of the pressure that I was feeling and put that on my son. <laughs> so I went to him and I said, hey, if we're going to get a phone, write for me what the rules should be around the phone. What do you think the rules should be? So he wrote all his own rules. I didn't add anything to the rules. He just wrote the rules. And then I said, what should the penalty be if you break the rules? So he wrote the penalties, and I'll just keep the penalties between myself and G-Force. So anyway, he has, he has his phone now. He's had it for about six months. I have to say, as an eighth grade, I'm really glad that he has it. It's really nice. Uh, he lives in two separate homes at times. So it is very good that we are able to connect. And sometimes it's just with an I love you at night. And when you get a picture and I love you from your eighth grader, is there's something amazing about it. At the same time, I know that it's opened up his world to the internet and YouTube and porn and all that stuff that's out there. And what it allowed us to do, though, is have deep conversations about it. And those things are actually in his rules because we talked about those things. And I said, hey, maybe think about those things as you're writing the rules for your phone. I had another friend tell me, and I was on a trip and we were sitting down and we were having lunch together. And she has two sons and she tracks her sons everywhere. And I said, you do? And she says, yeah. In fact, let me show you. So she sh- she knew exactly where one of her sons was, and he was uh, walking to work, and you could see him walking to work. And then she had another son who hadn't left the house, <laughs> and he had been snowboarding and didn't get up and go to school. And evidently, we found out later on, that was the day, because they were all seniors and graduating, it was the day that they had all decided to not go to school. She immediately intervened with him, though, and told him to get his hair out of bed and get to school. And, 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 and I sat there and I watched that and I went, you know what? I don't want to do that. I don't want to know where he is all the time. I don't. I want to build trust. And I want him to trust me and I want him to feel, I want him to feel trusted. And sometimes people say, well, I trust you, but I need to verify or they make it about a safety issue. I know where my son is right now. I, we don't need to talk or or communicate on the phone. It's good that we have this vehicle. I do have a tracker on his phone and I've used it one time. Why do you think I use the tracker on his phone? To get pizza. (laughs) <laughs> it's because he lost his phone so we use the tracker on the phone to find his phone so i do have a phone if something happened and there was a safety issue i would use that i've never looked at his text messages i don't look at his emails i have not well, the, tracked the, the interesting thing is there's a, a guy that did a, a it's not really a scientific study it's more of a reporting uh, interview style study yeah, and that's why it's the first time that i've seen where a reporter went out and systematically talked to the kids Mm -hmm. and said, how did this make you feel? Mm -hmm. And he did it not with just one kid, but with many, many kids. And he came to the conclusion that it is, does more harm than good. Mm -hmm. And he, he basically said the, the, from the child's perspective, even though the technology is available 
and it's easy to do. And sometimes it's two way where the kid can see where you are as well. He said, I'm, I'm granting you all that, that it's there. And it's, and he even talks about their systems. And I'm sure you see this as well. We can log into your kid's school and you can see their test scores in real time, or you can see their homework from day to day. Like it's, it's, it's pervasive now than child rearing. And he said, on balance, from the kid's point of view, they end up resenting it. They end up not feeling trusted. And then the biggest one that I hadn't thought of is they have a a sense when they go into the world where they have no confidence to make a decision. Wow. And I think we've seen that. Like I've heard of people at their Amazon interview or whatever um, where their parent will intervene in a job interview yeah. or when they're going to have a performance review at their job and they're out of college. So we're talking a 22, 23 year old kid where the parent wants to be involved in the performance review at the job because the child cannot make an, an adult decision. Yeah. And the reason why is this constantly being surveilled, constant intervention at the point of decision to where the kid has no, and I say kid, the adult and a high school graduate or college student has never been trusted to make any sort of substantive decision and they're paralyzed. And so reading that study made me think about that, that I think he's right. I think there's something to be said for letting a kid make a mistake. Yeah. Uh, and, and even up to the point of getting in trouble, yeah. even up to the point of where yes. you got, um, you know, stopped by the cops or something. And uh, all the way up till that point, I think it's in the long run, it's good for that kid to be like, holy crap, I, I need to make some decisions. How do I get out of this? Not how quickly can I call my parent and let them make the decision? Yeah, it's interesting. My 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 son has never gotten in trouble at school the other day, except when he was in kindergarten. He did slap a girl. Wow! <laughs> but she slapped him first. And let's face it: when you're in kindergarten, they don't really see each other as boys and girls. He saw this girl that was beating up another uh, girl, so he went over and slapped her. <laughs> So anyway, I got called in the office and we had to work that out. Uh, And then there was a bully issue later on where he got bullied. And then the other day I got something from his band teacher and his band teacher said, hey, I'm having an issue with him and his friend and they're goofing around too much. And the reason they're goofing around, I know the reason they're goofing around is because the band teacher wanted some kids to learn to play tuba because he wants to have a proper band and they don't have tubas. And so my son and his friend, they all, they, they volunteered to play the tuba. And and playing the tuba is kind of funny. It's kind of a... Uh, uh, Sounds like farts. It, it, it's very, very funny. So they're in class, and they are laughing their hair off about the tuba. But he he is very... He's a very proper uh, band teacher. So he reached out to me the other day. And I took this, and I sat on it, and I kind of waited. And I said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my son about it. And it's... And, 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 and I'm on your team and all, cause he, cause he asked me to help about what they were doing in class. So I took what the band teacher wrote and I gave it to him and I said, I need you to take care of this. And this is between you and your band teacher and you got to go talk to him and figure this out. And I don't want to get another note like this, this September or this semester. If I do, then I'm going to step in and there's going to be repercussions, uh, about your behavior. So go take care of it. I don't know what he did, 
but I got a message from his band teacher today saying, thank you so much. That, that, that was my son having to figure that out on his own. And it wasn't punishing him or taking something away or doing any, and, and, and granted, if he wouldn't have gone and taken care of this and, and this continues, then you have to dig a little deeper, but it didn't make me want to surveil him or didn't want to make me look at text messages between him and his best friend who they're doing this tuba thing together. Like he just needs to know that he can make mistakes, that he can step over lines, but then he's also going to have to deal with the repercussions of that. And I'm not going to step in as his dad every time and make that a, a, a soft landing for him or hand him a couple pillows. Because as Brene Brown says, when you're in the arena of life, there are no pillows. We will see you on the other side of this. Hey, it's Ron here with Mitch Weeks from Mitch.loans. Mitch, it's interesting as the interest rates have risen, many people thought, oh, well, there'll be a bunch of inventory that comes on right at the first part of 2023 and then things will level out. That didn't happen. Inventory remains tight. Interest rates remain high. Why would that still be a good time to buy? Well, now's a great time to buy, and that's because rates are going to drop, and we're going to see a feeding frenzy. Right now, there's a huge stagnant hole in the market, and that's that 700k to 1.2-ish million dollar home. And all the people living in those homes right now either refied or bought in a two and a half to three and a half percent rate, and they're terrified to move. They know if they sell their home, they're going to have to jump into a six, six and a half percent rate, and it just won't look as attractive. So what's going to happen is rates are going to drop and all those people who wanted to move, wanted to upsize, wanted to move for whatever reason, you know, people just like to move in life, but they don't move if there's this blocker. And we're going to see that blocker come off. We're going to see the cap come off and we're going to see a, a bit of a frenzy here. All right. So this would be the time to buy and then replace the rate uh, once it drops with your new program. Yeah, we've got the rate and replace program. You can buy now and you can refi free of charge, free of the lender fees. Um, and we'll take care of those for you. So great deal. All right. Check him out online at Mitch.loans. It's not a dot com. It's Mitch.loans. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Before we get out of here, we're going to tell you about a, a listing that we have on right now where we have gone live. Before we get to that, though, I want to get Ron's thoughts is uh, watching Thursday Night Football the other night, and who did I see on there? Marshawn, Marshawn Lynch. And they tried to kind of... They, they tried to introduce him last year on Thursday Night Football, and it kind of fell apart, so they're kind of relaunching it because people like him. And also, Richard Sherman is on there, and I thought it was really interesting. Because here are two guys. You think about Marshawn Lynch and the famous thing he said when he's at the Super Bowl is, hey, I'm just out here. Uh, I was here so I won't get fined. Because he didn't want to get fined. You think of Richard Sherman uh, specifically uh, going after one of our coworkers and just ripping him a new one who worked at 710 ESPN at the time, Jim Moore. And what Richard did to Jim Moore was not fair and it was not right. And he eviscerated him and he eviscerated a lot of people in the media. Now he's making a living being a part of the media. And Richard didn't like the way that he was, he was, he was treated by the media back in the day, but, but now he's part of the media. And I have to say, I hope he enjoys how nice the media has been to him because nobody has gone after him. 
about the violence and the auto accident and the door that he tried to beat down the night where he had too much to drink. He he trashed that car and then he tried to break down the door of his mother and father-in-law. And there were words that I'm not even going to repeat on this podcast. They're horrifying. The thing I love is he came out publicly, at least online, he apologized, said he was going to get help. And then we haven't had a reoccurrence of this behavior. So congratulations to him. I think people should get second chances. I think it's great that he's in the media, but I have to say, I don't really enjoy him in the media because the persona that he was when he was a Seahawk and when he played for Tampa and when he played in San Francisco, he had to drop that because it doesn't work. And I have to say, as kind of a journalist, and I've listened to his podcast a couple times, I don't think it's very good. And I don't think he's very good on TV. He tries now to be a little more bombastic, like he sees some of the other guys, like Stephen A. Smith, uh, or he's trying to be Shannon Sharp, but he's not Stephen A. Smith. He's not Shannon Sharp. Maybe he'll get there as he gets more time under his belt, and he's certainly not the Manning brothers. What 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 say you, Ron, about Marshawn and about Richard? We know them, local guys, and just so angry at the media. And were they really, right? Or were they just building their brand? And here they are, part of the media today. And are you are you enjoying watching watching them on uh, the telecast? I think back in the day that they weren't necessarily angry with the media. They're angry with the setup. So so the people understand this. These players are forced to do media appearances by the NFL or they get fined. And it doesn't matter if you want to do it or not. And so there, I think that's what they were angry with. Not with, uh, you know, we've had interactions with players and if, if it's on their time and it's something that they want to do, they're lovely people. But when you say, Oh, in addition to you watching film and training and going to treatment and, and going to practice and traveling and being away from your family, you have to be here at this time and talk to these people that many of them are asking you stupid questions or the same question over and over again. And you don't have the opportunity to say no. Um, that's what bothers them. And, and I'm, I'm with them on that. We don't need the amount of coverage that we have in the NFL. The NFL thinks that players should be accessible 24-7 and that it helps them build, it protects the shield, helps build the brand. And, and I disagree with that. Now, when you get to today, I have not seen Marshawn do any analysis. Uh, he's usually, I enjoy Marshawn and, and I like him. I'll look for him on Thursday Night Football. Richard is trying to find his way, and I think they need to find the vehicle that he's good at. And so they do this walk down the tunnel thing with him now. They're trying to find a package That's right. where he can yeah. accentuate. He's a very bright person. He clearly knows defensive schemes. He is very good at speaking extemporaneously, which are all skills that not everybody has. So they're trying to find the the bit, if you will, the segment where he can really shine. I don't think he shines at the desk. Um, I watched the full interview he did with Pete Carroll in his office, and it was okay for a guy that doesn't do that professionally. Um, so I think he's smart enough to get better. But right now, I don't think they've found the right spot for him. And if they do find the right spot, I think that he could be really good. Like like a lot of times, to be honest with you, 
Eli and Peyton are not very good. Like there's large stretches of that Manning cast that are not very good. They, 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 they hit some notes throughout. They, they do enough stuff that is good where you forgive them, but they're not very good interviewers. I think when there's a lull in the game, they don't fill it very well. Like I'd much rather hear Al Michaels fill, uh, you know, 10 minutes of a bad quarter than I would to hear those guys fill it. They, they stumble through interviews many times, but when they do have a highlight or when Eli is making fun of his forehead or he does stand up and, and read the play and give you some insight, those things are so good that you forgive the fact that there's large chunks of the Manning cast that are not very good. Yeah, that's the only way I watch football is when they're on. When when they're on, I don't I don't so you and I disagree on that. I well we don't disagree. I think your points are correct. I'm I'm willing to sit through the lull for right. for the magic. Have, have you tried the magic's there? Have I, you I, tried the Thursday night football the the real time Amazon stat cast? Uh-uh, no. And so it takes the regular feed, it's not uh-huh. the Manning feed, and they overlay on the players in real time I've, yeah. their statistics. So you see how fast they're moving, what their oh, route cool. is. You can go, oh my oh. God, that guy just ran 21 miles an hour. There's a little circle around all the skill players yeah. in real time. Cool. And it, it shows you everything are the the advanced statistics it's in it's one if you have amazon prime it's the third option so okay. you still get the regular commentator feed okay with the advanced stats i found it to be fascinating okay it's i'm gonna check that out that sounds that sounds good to me. It, it it's still a little cl- the streaming on amazon and apple is still a little clunky absolutely and it surprises me it's getting there though. that these are big giant tech companies and 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 they're to get it streaming is still it's a, it's it's a clunk fest, and sometimes you just can't give up, and you got to hang in there, and then you'll finally get it on, and then the programming before and after is not good, so so they're going to have to figure that out. But so our big broadcast companies right now, as they've come out and said, hey, we can't pay seventy five million dollars a year to the Good Morning America morning staff. Uh, we got to find a different way because, as you just said, the only thing that people are watching live are sporting events. Other than that, unless you're 80 and you turn yeah. on the Good Morning America, <laughs> even, the, even the news. I mean, the, the news is broken. And when people, America, you sit down with Walter Cronkite, they have a hard time getting a million to two million people to sit down and watch CBS News at, at, in the evening. So that that's been a real problem. Anyway, hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this edition of the Ron and Don Show. Uh, we have a home that's for sale up in Bothell right now. We're super proud of it. And if you want to know more about it, just write me, Don, at ronanddon.com. I'll send you the listing. And it's a – how would you describe this home, Ron? It's, it's a home that we've been working on for the past couple months. There was a uh, – one of my friend's grandmothers had passed away. And then the, the home was kind of in probate. So a year later – uh, she said, could you guys come in and, and put this home together, which we did. We put in a lot of work. Uh, but boy, it it really does look amazing. It's at a great price point. And uh, it's a big house. It's a ranch style. So if you don't want to go up and down stairs, the lot is ginormous. In fact, we just cleared the lot. Uh, it's a beautiful lot, a beautiful part of Bothell. It's super private. And... Uh, 
I'm excited about, right? Yeah, North Shore School District. A lot of people don't want to navigate stairs. That's the thing that I, I liked. And I like that the primary suite is completely on the other side of the house from the, the other rooms. Yeah. And so if you have guests or you have children, you there's that separation there. So a lot of new upgrades. Yes, yeah, so if you want to get a, a look at that, um, you know, give us a shout. Yeah, lots of bedrooms and bathrooms. We've repainted everything on the inside. We put in all new appliances, all new modern lighting, all new flooring, all new carpet. Uh, we've just had the house serviced. And it is ready for prime time. And again, it's at a great, great price point. So if you want to find out more, write me, Don, at ronanddon.com. If you'd like to see it, Ron and I would love to show it to you. And we'll have some open houses come up as well. And you can always find us on Facebook or you can find us on Instagram. I'm Don O'Neill. He's Ron Upshaw. You can reach out to us that way too. And we'll tell you more about that listing. Hey, don't forget, if you want to list a house with us, and if you have a house that needs a lot of work, or, or, or there's someone in your family that has passed. It's gone through po- probate. There's a reverse mortgage. There's all kinds of crazy things that can happen. Ron and I really specialize in that because we have a lot of you boomers that heard us on terrestrial radio. You trust us. You listen to us on this podcast. You follow us on social media. And, and sometimes your clients or your parents have become our clients as parents begin to downsize or maybe they go into assisted living, uh, we're here to help with that. And we understand that and get that. And sometimes what people want to do earlier in the year, someone just said, Hey, I grew up in this house. Not a lot of great memories for me. I'm just going to hand you the keys. You guys take care of it. Uh, and it was a pretty big lift, but we did. And we had a great, great outcome with, with, with that house. And everything that we sold this year hasn't just sold over. Some of it sold way over because we make things turnkey. And when people walk into our homes, people want to buy them. So we, we, I would say for the most part, everything that we sold this year is sold over and has multiple offers because uh, we bring it to market and we do it right. And I don't think I'm OCD, but I'm OCD about that, about doing it right. And so is Ron. So if you need us, reach out, run it on sitdown.com. Let's talk about your property today because Ron and Don are not just selling Seattle. Uh, we're selling Burley. We're selling Coopville. We're selling Tacoma down T-Town. We'll sell Federal Way over to the east side, back up north to Everett and right here uh, on Queen Anne Mountain. So we are regional realtors with a very big reach with social media and this podcast, soon to be on TV. So if you need us, just reach out, ronanddonsitdown.com. All right, ronanddonsitdown.com. Till next time, head up, shoulders back. You've been listening to the Ron and Don Show. Olay on the Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 Only on the Ron Don Radio Network. Only.